It's the Andy Thompson Show on ESPN 97.7. We welcome in uh, Casey Winters to talk a little Region 9 hoops. How's it going, Casey? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, we're excited for this tournament, the Sky Ridge Tournament. We'll have it uh, on ESPN tomorrow. Uh, Dixie's going up. Crimson's going up against some upper classification schools. Uh, what are your thoughts on on this opportunity for both of those uh, Region 9 schools uh, this weekend, Casey? Yeah, really good tournament uh, that Coach uh, Jeff Gardner puts on up at Sky Ridge. One of my uh, former teammates and roommates from the, the good old Snow College days. Oh, nice. Uh, but he does a really good job, and, and like you mentioned, for Crimson and Dixie, this is a great opportunity to, one, travel um, like it's going to be in the state tournament, play multiple games in multiple days like a state tournament, uh, and then play against some really good competition. Um, I know uh, Crimson has Farmington, who's a, a really good team, uh, especially um, they have a big, uh, Paul Beatty's his name, uh, that's going to give, uh, Big Sean felt uh, a challenge, and then Dixie's playing Westlake, who uh, Coach Carling at Westlake always does a really good job with his group. So should be good. And I think for the varsity, it's actually like a, like a true tournament style. Yeah, you know, winner moves on, losers play losers type thing. So. Uh, really good environment uh, this early in the season to test a few of our teams. Yeah, absolutely. Putting them in the uh, grinder early and win or, or go home. Usually these tournaments are just kind of like a round-robin style with without maybe that much pressure. So I, I like that a lot too. Um, I'm curious about, you know, we just had our media day a couple days ago, Casey, and I think, you know, everybody, not only down here, but around the state thinks Dixie, the Flyers are the cream of the crop and maybe head and shoulders above some of the teams in 4A. How do you think they will compete against some of these upper classification teams uh, this weekend? Uh, If I'm a 5A or 6A team, I don't want to play them. Um, you know, as, as you look at like RPI things and, and having to match up against a four, a, a 4A team as good as Dixie, um, I, I think they're as good as any team in the state. And, you know, as I scroll through Instagram and Twitter, you see all sorts of different rankings and things like that. Yeah. And, and the one that I saw last night, it had Dixie as the second best team in the state, all classifications right behind uh, Alta. And I, and I think that's, yeah, right where they belong. And, and I guess we'll, we'll have a better picture, a better idea uh, after they, they go up against some, some stiffer competition this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, cannot wait to see how they do. Okay, uh, what we're having Casey do every week for us here on the show is we're picking one player and we're asking Casey to uh, break him down a little bit. So we're going to ask Casey uh, the, the best asset of this player, who this player reminds him of, and maybe something the player's working on this season to improve. We're picking Big Sean from Crimson Cliffs, a big man who's poised to have a another big season for the Mustangs. What stands out uh, to you, Casey, about Sean's game? What's his biggest asset as a player? Yeah, Big Sean, he, he had a breakout season last year. Uh, I think he's actually grown. You know, he's picked up another golf state championship. Um, but on, on the basketball court, uh, I think his he's an elite shot blocker, shot changer. Um, I think he's probably the best in Region 9 at protecting the rim. Um, and so for the Mustangs, that's huge because it allows the guards and the wings to get out and pressure a little bit more. Um, and it, uh, it's always a good feeling knowing you have someone like Sean behind you uh, to, to uh, protect the rim. And, you know, obviously he's going to get challenged by Owen Aloha and, and Carter Campbell and obviously Kyle Lemke. Uh, but I think, you know, at the end of the year, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd bet that Sean leads the, 
leads the region in blocks. I, lo- I love that, and I would I would agree with that. And when you look at Crimson with Sean back there, and then a guy like Trevor Taylor, who you know at Media Day, one of his teammates brought up, "Hey, he's got our backs, you know, help side as well coming in." And when we let somebody pass us on the perimeter, that Crimson uh, uh, defense uh, might be scary this year with with guys like that who can block shots. Um, let's do who who does who does Big Sean remind you of? If you could pick somebody who we might all know whose game he's reminiscent of, Casey. Man, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, and, you know, when I mentioned shot blockers, obviously, you know, you're, you're talking someone uh, like, a, like a Rudy Gobert. I know, you know, some people aren't, aren't a huge fan of, of Rudy, but he, he's the favorite to win defensive player of the year right now in the NBA. Um, you know, you, you're talking about guys maybe like a, a Kevin Garnett, uh, another guy in the league right now that, that comes to mind is like a DeAndre Ayton. Um, you know, Sean does a really good job uh, defensively, and I think offensively, um, we haven't talked a lot about, but Sean's offensive game has really, really developed. Uh, he's got the silky smooth touch from, you know, 12 to 15 feet on a little face-up jumper, and then he's pretty good with his back to the basket as well. Casey, that's that's one thing I wanted to touch on super quick. We talked about the breakout year last year. Crimson was already a solid defensive unit. I think top three, top five, and four A. Right? He comes in, anchors that off the bench. This year, he gets the start, and that's that looks like it's going to uh, still be the trend for Crimson Cliffs as far as a defensive standpoint goes. But every time he checked in, I'm like, okay, he's going to block shots. He's going to alter the game. He's going to be big inside, get rebounds, and then he'd hit a baseline J right, or he'd pull up from the free throw line. And I was impressed. It, it, how much shooting touch he actually appeared to have because at that size, especially in Utah 4A, I mean, you can probably just get away with just being big, right? Back to the basket, bullying guys, but he's been working on that 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 offensive game so, so much, and all of a sudden he's leading the team in scoring. Was that something that you anticipated? And, and how much effort and concentration does it take to elevate that your, ga- your game when you can already you know succeed at another level? Yeah, obviously for the Mustangs, uh, you know, if you look at back at their team last year, they had Houston Johnson, they had Jordan, and they had Phoenix McWillis. You know, they had these guys, and Sean really wasn't, you know, called on or expected to score. And like you said, it was really surprising on some of the games where he did score a bunch of points and, and, and the variety of ways he was able to do it. I think when you look at, at this year's team, it, it's going to be expected and it's going to be needed for the Mustangs to be successful. He's going to have to be dominant on both ends, offensively and defensively. And I think it just is a credit to Sean on how much time he's put in, uh, you know, since the season last year. I I know he was was playing with uh, the Sousa group on the Adidas circuit this summer. Uh, So he got some valuable game time in, uh, played a lot with this Crimson group. Uh, So I think it just shows, you know, maybe that, that he appreciates and acknowledges the, the role that he has on this team and, and what he needs to do for them to be successful. And is, is one of those things that Rustin brought up where you think he's working the most to improve his game, Casey, is, is you know, we, uh, I'll ask you this last question. Where do you think he is working on the most, I guess, this year for, uh, to improve his game? Well, I, uh, I'm, and I haven't seen Crimson play, you know, so far this year. Um, I'm actually excited to watch him. Yeah. Hopefully all three games, you know, this weekend. Uh, but I think, you know, just being multidimensional, right? Where he's not just a back-to-the-guy basket where he's going over his left shoulder to his right hand for a little jump hook. You know, can he pick and pop? Can he hit that free-throw line jumper? You know, he's not as strong as maybe some of the other guys, so maybe if he's getting pushed off the block 
instead of, you know, taking three or four dribbles, trying to gain ground, can he face up, you know, and, and shoot it over someone or, or drive by him? Uh, so I think, you know, and, and just seeing some of the highlights and, and things that I've seen of Sean, yeah. I really think he's tried to just be multidimensional and not be so predictable on his offensive game. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Casey. Casey Winters, everybody, uh, director of basketball at Nets on Fire. It was some of the best insight around when it comes to these kids playing in uh, Region 9. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week and uh, enjoy the tournament uh, this weekend.